0: Hey guys, today I have something kinda special for you. If you invest in pot stocks at all, like I do, you've probably come across this guy's YouTube and Twitter channel by now.
1: Hi, good evening, this is Scott at Scott Trades on Twitter with a cannabis watch list video for April 24th,
0: 2018. That is Scott Trades. Scott delivers regular videos on the current Canadian cannabis investment industry. And if you're just getting into pot stock investing, or you already do it, but want to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening, Scott's your man. Today's Canadian Cannabis Update features an interview with Scott. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hope you enjoy. So firstly, Scott, thanks for coming on to the podcast. And I have to say that I discovered you after the Cannabis and Hemp Expo on Twitter, because we were both tweeting about some of the same organizations. And I was like, who is this guy? So I checked you out, went to your YouTube page, and I was like, wow, this guy's awesome. And and for me, who is a very casual investor in pot stocks, um, I found the information you were giving was, was far more useful and uh, practical for me than anywhere else I had looked previous to that. So thank you.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Well, that that expo was really cool for me as well. You know, there's so many cool people who I follow on Twitter, Uh, you know, too many to name right now. uh, But so many cool people that I've been following for a long time. And a lot of them were at that expo. And so it was cool to, to be there and meet all these people who I've been following for a while. And it was really cool to see the audience
0: that was at the expo. Did you notice the different demographics that were there? For sure. It was a wide range of people, not just young people. It was uh, a lot of people who look like professionals, a lot of older people as well. So it was a great experience for sure. You know, yeah, I thought the senior
1: demographic really kind of blew me away. You know, I had seniors pushing me out of the way to talk to the guy from a hydropothecary. And, uh, you know, the guy from Audrey Apothecary, his name is Hart, and he is an expert in cannabis. Uh, he, You know, he does the cannabis show with Natural Health Services on YouTube. And, you know, a guy that I really wanted to talk to. And like I said, literally, people were pushing me out of the way. Old people pushing me out of the way to get to this guy to ask questions
0: about cannabis. So why do you have an interest in cannabis specifically?
1: That's where I feel like I've really kind of found a niche. I mean, that's kind of why I like the area because I found an area that I understand mm-hmm. you know and that's kind of why I focus on cannabis stocks because I get it I understand cannabis and and uh, when I first started trading you know I was into a lot of mining stocks and I don't know about you dude but I, I do not know anything about mining and you know just like any other investment it's all speculation but with mining there's an underlying commodity that goes along with that so there's a lot of Okay, well, if you're investing in, let's say, uranium mining, well, what's the price of uranium doing? Well, that determines how expensive this investment could potentially turn into. You know, if the price of uranium goes up, then the price of the uranium stock goes up, and the price of these speculative stocks go up. And You know, you, you can make good money doing that, but again, I, I'm just not that smart. I just don't know that much about uranium mining to to really, like, sink my teeth into it. And that's where the cannabis space kind of came around and just poked its head and. And for the longest time, I wasn't really interested in it because I didn't understand it. You know, it wasn't until last year that I really started even trading cannabis stocks. And then when I started making money in them, I thought, oh, maybe I should try and figure out these companies and figure out which ones I like the best, et cetera, et cetera, just like you do with any investment. And uh, eventually I just found some really good ones and, and some ones that I believe in. And,
0: and it worked out. There's definitely an initial learning curve though, isn't there?
1: I think, yeah, I think for, for everything. And I mean, that's what I, that's why I feel like your podcast is. Really important because what you're doing is not only helping people with the investment side, but also with the news side. There's so much news coming out, not only in Canada here, but in, in now, you know, soon uh, in America as well, but also in the medical side. You know, so many of my friends are interested in medical cannabis. You know, I had my uh, sister in law contact me today. I posted a picture on Instagram of uh, like a, a cannabis infused bath bomb that I used last night. And she wrote back saying, Oh, Well, where can I get these? And this is someone who doesn't drink socially, but she is interested in looking at cannabis
0: for the medical aspect of it. So that's why I feel like the more information that we can get out there, the better. So what are some of the trends that you've noticed over the last year in respect to cannabis investments?
1: You know, I I feel like Joe Blow who gets a tax return now because they've seen so many stories on the news wants to put his money in cannabis stocks or her money in cannabis stocks and so you know one of my friends who is a trader when uh the stock price of you know canopy growth for example was kind of bouncing around you know one thing that he said is that it's just retail money uh chasing its tail and because You know, Canopy Growth ran up to $44 and then has really just been kind of finding a place to land right now, uh, if you look at the chart. So a lot of that is because, you know, what they call quote unquote, dumb money, which is you and me, retail investors, uh, putting their money in cannabis stocks without doing too much research. The retail investor is really taking hold of the space right now. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of major institutions, a lot of major banks are scared you know technically this is still an illegal product so they don't want to put their money at risk if something like the government for example says no to legalization i mean you and i both know that it's 99 sure going to happen but when it comes to you know a profit margin standpoint and when you're dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars you have to know for sure so i feel like once we get that go ahead from uh you know from the government That's when the major institutions are going to come into into play. But right now, it's a lot of retail money.
0: Right, You do hear of the uh, occasional lender kind of putting their feet in the water. Um, ATB, for example, did a little bit of investing in Edmonton, but there's not a lot of it, like you say. Well, even BMO,
1: you know, people say, oh, well, well, Bank of Montreal is invested. And the fact is that they're not. They just facilitated a public offering of Canopy Growth stock and it is a big deal because they're the first major bank to do that but it's not them putting their money up it's them offering to their clients and anyone who wants to buy stock
0: so who are your some of your favorite cannabis companies to follow or invest in and why
1: well canopy growth number 1 you know they are the industry leader they are on a mission to win. And if you listen to the passion that Bruce Linton has for the industry, you will want to buy his company because the guy knows the space. So I'm a big fan of Canopy Growth. I will always hold Canopy Growth in my portfolio uh, because I feel like that stock, even though it is fluctuating right now, I feel like that stock is, is a solid investment. I'm also a big fan of Quebec's Hydropothecary, ticker THDX on the Toronto Venture Exchange. Uh, that company is going to be uplisted to the TSX in May of this year. So that's big news for them. And they just announced a major deal with the SAQ, which is like the Quebec version of the Liquor Control Board. And essentially, the SAQ, although only one year is for certain, they potentially have a five year. Letter of understanding of uh, them buying cannabis from Hodge Apothecary. So uh, I feel like that is a good, solid investment. You know, if you look at cannabis use around the country, Quebec is actually the second highest. You know, Quebec has a quarter of Canada's population. They are the second biggest in terms of cannabis use. So if you are looking for a great player, why not look for one that's based in Quebec that has the support of the Quebec government? And that, again, in my opinion, is Hodge Apothecary. Now, there's other licensed producers in Quebec. Med Relief is there. Aurora is there. Canopy Growth is there. Uh, But again, the lion's share of the product that Quebecers will see in store will be stuff from Hodge Apothecary. So that's why I'm a big fan of them right now. And their stock is like four bucks so Great. you it's, can't it's argue like with that. half of what aurora is at the moment correct. correct yeah and with way less dilution you know if you look at how look at the price of aurora yes aurora is you know upwards of eight dollars but they have like 400 million shares out in the market right now and that's one thing to look at when you're looking at investing in companies not only uh what their stock price is but how many shares they have out because that shows you the true value of the company because that influences their market cap so those two right now and i'm also a big fan of organogram uh they released earnings today actually and you saw in the earnings numbers like an over 200 percent increase in sales of oil now you and i both grew up probably ingesting cannabis in flower form smoking it and et cetera, etc etc but when it comes to uh the mainstream Way people will ingest cannabis in the future, a lot of it isn't going to be flour. A lot of it is going to be ingestibles, be, you know, candies. Uh, You know, Hydropothecary has a decarb powder that you can put on your salad, uh, and oil is a big one as well. So, You know, that way, it's honestly the healthier way to ingest the medicine um, and you can do it in better places. There aren't rules saying you can't take cannabis oil on a park bench,
0: but there are rules saying you can't smoke cannabis on a park bench. Cool. And now you answered uh, some of this in your last answer, but uh, from your perspective, what advice would you have for people interested in investing in cannabis, but without a lot of experience? I'd say do a lot of research, you know, and don't get that research from Twitter. Uh, That is the best
1: thing. You know, there are a lot of uh, people who are paid to pump companies on Twitter. And some unknown, you know, some unknown person on Twitter saying how great this, you know, X company is and how they have a future and their stock price is only 17 cents uh, probably has an ulterior motive uh, at work here. So I would definitely do research and also look at the companies themselves. From a consumer standpoint, if you go to the website for the company, say Aurora, for example, and you say, okay, I would probably buy stuff from Aurora because they have great selection of sativa, they have a great selection of oils, and I like the, the accessories they sell. Then that's probably good due diligence from a investor standpoint, because you know I want to invest in what I know and what I know is what I would buy. So that's one thing to do, Uh, because if you just take someone else's advice, even my own advice in my videos, you know, that's why I always say in my videos, this is my opinion only, but uh, that's one thing that I would definitely say is do your own research, go to the company's website,
0: and if you would buy from them, then it's probably a good investment. So I know that I have my own uh, predictions. However, I wanna know if you have any predictions about the industry post-legalization oh man well i think consolidation is going to be a big one you know
1: uh if you think about how many outside of the craft beer market how many beer companies there are in this country that's probably what's going to happen to cannabis companies as well yes you're going to get the craft high quality growers for sure and they're not going to go anywhere but they uh definitely need market share and they need to be profitable so uh, you know i suspect more consolidation i expect more uh, companies like Big pharma big tobacco big alcohol to come back into the space i keep reading things online of uh you know beer sales going down because of cannabis use etc cetera, etc cetera. well those beer companies aren't just going to go broke they're going to jump on the next bandwagon And we saw that with constellations investment in canopy growth they see the future okay what can we do with this potential drug that we could put into other things, other beverages, other ingestibles. We have this great lineup of products. How can we use this and implement it into that? And so I think you're really going to see a lot more of that going forward. Uh, it, it's just a matter of time before we find out who the big movers are going to be. And you're also going to see a lot, especially in Canada, you're going to see a lot more of the international footprint happening. A lot more of Canadian companies going down to the States, a lot more Canadian companies going to Europe and building a footprint there. Because although Canada... Canada is a billion dollar market. I think you said it one time in your podcast, the international space is really where the money is. So yes, Canada is going to be a great market for cannabis, but you know, 30 million people versus 6 billion people, 6 billion people have money, 30 million people, um, they have
0: less money. All right. Fair enough. This is a question I didn't uh, prepare for, but I just want to ask you your opinion. Do you think there's a chance that we could uh, experience a bursting bubble like we did with uh, IT stocks in the late 90s?
1: I think we kind of saw that already, um, you know, in, in late January where we saw canopy growth upwards of $44. That was, you know, that was the intense hype of I think everyone getting Christmas money and then buying pot stocks with that Christmas money, um, but yeah, you know, just like with anything, everything comes back down to earth eventually. You know, you saw Bitcoin, and I hate to, I hate to compare Bitcoin and cannabis stocks because cannabis stocks, cannabis companies actually make money. Bitcoin is a thing on a computer, so there, I mean, there's there's differences there, but yeah, you know, just like with anything, I think there could be some consolidation still to come. You know, if you're in a cannabis stock and you see it starting to go to the moon, that's a good idea to sell your stock because eventually it's going to come back down to earth. So I don't know when that bubble is going to happen and no one does. So I try not to predict in my videos. Yeah, I would just say always know when, you know, if you're in a cannabis stock, always know when you're wrong always know when the stock is turning on you because the worst thing you can do is turn a great investment into an investment where you're losing
0: money. Okay, so lastly, how do we find you online?
1: Uh, A couple places. I'm on YouTube, as you mentioned. Just search out Scott Trades with an S at the end. Uh, Scott Trades on Twitter, at Scott Trades. And I also have a Patreon. You know, I do these videos for free online. And if people want to buy me a coffee once a month, they definitely can. It's
0: patreon.com slash Scott Trades. Cool. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks for having me on. That wraps up this Canadian Cannabis Update. Our next update will once again feature summaries of the latest news items in the Canadian cannabis legalization scene and more. If you like what we do, subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you have any questions or comments, or would like us to interview you, hit us up at cannabisupdate.ca. As always, this podcast was produced by My Podcast Pal. For help with your podcast, check out mypodcastpal.com. Oh, and if you like the music, check out the producer El Mundo on SoundCloud, who graciously gave us permission to use his tunes during this podcast. Thanks for listening and hang tight. Your next Canadian Cannabis Update is coming up just around the corner. Canadian Cannabis Update is a regularly published podcast. Our goal is to find cannabis-related news that interests you, summarize it, and retell the stories in a way that appeals to interested but busy people. We do our very best to remain as accurate as possible, but take no responsibility for inaccurate details or facts. If a story interests you, we're glad to have brought it to your attention, but take the time to research the details for yourself.